You're listening to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Ryan and Kayla North, hosted by Chris Turner, a One Big Happy Home production. This podcast equips parents to empower their children and build healthy relationships throughout the home in order to see lasting change and thrive as a family. This is for families of all kinds, especially those who are parenting kids through adoption, foster care, kinship care, or in the process. This podcast is a trust-based, trauma-informed, connected parenting resource. To learn more, visit OneBigHappyHome.com. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining me as always are Ryan and Kayla North. Hi guys. Hey Hello, Chris. Chris. I'm sorry we Kayla, you should get first. Hi Chris. I know, right? <laughs> you just talked right over me. What was that all about? Honey, I'd like to apologize for talking right over you. <laughs> Will you please forgive me? Of course I will. Thanks, love. Way to repair, Ryan. Way to Thank repair. <laughs> Although that's a preview of an upcoming episode. It is, actually. <laughs> yes, it is. Way to, way to plug ahead there. Oh, you know, Chris, I thought we were recording that episode. episode. Well, no, I thought we were recording that episode, so that's why I spoke over you so I could give the example. But oh, I take that. Oh, is that what it was? I'll okay. talk over you next time. <laughs> well, we are oh, joined by the often silent member of our team, <laughs> Mr. Dallas Stacy. Hey, Dallas. Hey, my best Ryan. Hello, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dallas. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> if when we when you edit this, if you can get some like like crowd noise with cheering and applause <laughs> oh, when yeah. Chris says your name, that'd be no fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Oh my. So God. we asked we asked Dallas to to be on with us tonight because. Uh, if, in case you don't follow uh, us a lot on social media, uh, Dallas and his wife have welcomed to the world uh, a, a young little lad. They've had a baby, and he's, what, three weeks old now? Yeah, just about. And so we thought it would be fun to do an episode of uh, what we, as the wise and older <laughs> members of the parenting <laughs> world, uh, <laughs> can offer Dallas oh in terms gosh. of advice. Uh, impart me, I'll, impart me all your wisdom. <laughs> after uh, after our baby boy was born, Ryan was texting me and he's like, "How's it going?" I said, "Well, I have no idea what I'm doing." He's like, "That's half the battle." Would you recognize? <laughs> yeah, exactly. that you don't know what you're doing is half the battle. Yep. Humble, humble people are willing to learn. That's all I remember. <laughs> so, so, just in the interest of complete transparency. Um, Dallas jumped on tonight um, to make sure that that all the, the tech was okay and all the audio levels were set uh, and uh, correctly. And so we're about to start the episode. And I said, "Hey, let's just talk to Dallas since since he's the newest parent in our group." <laughs> and he sort of didn't want to do it. And then you know, I'm, either I nagged or I'm a good salesman. I don't know, one of the two or both. And Dallas Maybe said, "Okay, fine, I'll do two. it for a bit." Yeah. So so we're thrilled. Um, Dallas, we're thrilled for you and your lovely bride. Now, we will refer to your son as the lad, as Chris did, and your wife as your lovely bride, unless you clear us to uh, to to say either of their names. On oh, the yeah, that's totally fine. Yes, okay. our, our, my our, my son's our son's name is Dakota. <laughs> so excited to welcome Dakota and my wife Denon. We're both very excited, and uh, so yeah. Good. He was holding up the video earlier. We got to see him <laughs> on right. the little baby monitor as we were watching yeah, earlier. Yeah. It was so cute, little moving around. <laughs> I so enjoy the continuation of the D names in your family as well. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I can't wait to introduce Dakota to diners, drive-ins, and dives. There you go. Oh, oh, my, 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 my. I love it. 
<laughs> hey, that's go. another concept that we can talk about. Uh, uh, deny, defend, deflect, which we will talk about. <laughs> Hey, so when we talk about rupture and repair in our build class, I actually have a slide that says, this is where we don't take responsibility because we are engaged in triple Ds, like diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> oh, Deny, defend, deflect. So Chris, you brought, you brought names up. You said, I love the, the continuation of, of, the D, of the D theme. So I have two questions about names. Okay. One, was it intentional to continue the D theme? And two, why Dakota? Uh, it was, you know, it was, it was convenient that it continued the D trend. Uh, we kind of, we weren't like trying to do that necessarily, but we kind of liked that it did. Um, so it was kind of a lot of reasons with Dakota. Um, for one, my name is Dallas, mainly due to my parents watching a Cowboys game while they lived in Miami, Florida. And oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah, my oh, mom was, pe- awesome. was pregnant with me, and they were watching a Cowboys game, and it was the other team's coaches, like some coach's son was named Dallas, and they were talking about it on the broadcast. So they were like, that's it. we got to bring some Texas to Florida. Um, but then, <laughs> nice. I moved, awesome. then they moved back to Texas when I was really young, so I don't remember much of Florida. But now I'm back in Florida, so yeah, round and round we go. <laughs> um, come but, home, baby. Um, You've come home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, and the name is, uh, kind of name means friendly and we like that. Um, so. but tell everybody the real reason his name's Dakota. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, oh, I'm getting there. Oh, and sorry. Then, I thought you were done. My humblest apologies. <laughs> to, to, tie, to tie it in with the Cowboys theme to, um, kind of an honor of Dakota Prescott <laughs> as well. Awesome. Um, so now we got some Cowboys worked in there. We got the, the D name worked in there. And, and also, and we don't talk about this a lot. We have mentioned, I think, a time or two before that you and Chris, uh, with our friend Nathan, do the Big Fat Geek podcast. And so <laughs> it's probably... Occasionally. Just a, well, I mean, but it, but it is also convenient that now, much like in Star Wars, you have a DAC at your house, like Luke had as his wingman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's just recovering all my uh, all my bases. All the bases. Here. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So, so all that stuff about um, you know Dakota means this. Is that how you mm-hmm. sold? Convinced your wife to name a child after a Dallas Cowboy? <laughs> uh, well, she really liked it. But it was funny though. I I uh, I have a friend that gives me a hard time because I've been to three Cowboys games in my life. Like, yeah. In my life, yeah. two of them have been there. Two recent road playoff games. I went to. I went to Green Bay when Des caught it, and my brother and I went to L.A. when they lost to the Rams. And and so I have a friend that always gives me a hard time. He's like, stop going to Cowboys playoff games <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you're bad luck. And so I texted him when we decided to name him Dakota, and I was like, hey, man, uh, you know, our child's name is Dakota. I was like, go ahead and uh, get ready. Cowboys aren't re-signing Dak. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Because it was before the deck deal. Because apparently, yeah, maybe your, luck, your luck's turning now. Because so maybe it's turning, turning around, baby. Because right. for, for those those who don't follow Dallas Cowboys football, Dak Prescott, as of the date of this recording this episode, yesterday signed a four year, one hundred and sixty million dollar mm-hmm. contract to well play play quarterback <laughs> for the Cowboys. Um, I don't mean to monopolize the questions. Yes, I have one more, then I'll stop because I'm sure <laughs> Kayla has like parenting <laughs> advice and stuff uh, for you. But um, is it, if I recall correctly, you also were in attendance at Tony Romo's last full game he played? <laughs> well, but, not really. I was, I was there. I was in the building for the last 
pass Tony Romo through at Cowboy Stadium. That's the third game I've been to. It was a preseason Cowboys game. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, wow. and, I, and the reason I remember that is because you t- posted a picture of Tony. Uh, yeah. by, by the way, um, again, I'll turn to the trying to turn to the Cowboys podcast, but but Dallas and I both <laughs> love Tony Romo. I know Kayla does too. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Chris. He's a fan of some team from Louisiana, <laughs> which I jealously say have had a lot more success than my Cowboys. So hey, I'm just that, happy that Tony Romo finally made it to a Super Bowl this okay. year. So. Oh, gosh. Ah. What a joke. What a um, joke. So, so anyhow, um, sounds like we should start a Cowboys podcast. <laughs> um, with but I remember Chris? you told As he, like, makes Absolu- jokes. Absolutely with me, so I can be the comic relief that yes. interjects the sarcastic comments. <laughs> and you, t- we can just do this this group, Kayla, because you watch cowboy football. Um, I do watch but, cowboy but, football. It's true. But but Dallas, um, I mean, she even stays awake on Sunday afternoons for cowboy football, so you know <laughs> that she's a real fan. Um, but Dallas posted a picture of Tony, I think, during warm-ups, and I'll never forget the caption. All you said was, the force is strong with this one. <laughs> yeah. And then he never played for the Cowboys again. Maybe yeah. you are bad luck yeah. for the Cowboys. I mean, well, seriously. Okay, Not for Dakota, easy. though. <laughs> Not for Dakota, though. He's very rich now. <clears throat> That's right. We're turning it around. Oh, turning around that bad luck. So one thing I was thinking of to kind of pivot this back to the entire point of our podcast for our <laughs> listeners. Not Cowboys. <laughs> not the Cowboys. Though I'm sure we have some fans out, some mutual fans out there. Uh, what, do you, what do you think are some, um, some issues that parents see that, that cross over from uh, birth parents and adopt for foster parents for, for young ones, for babies, let's say? Oh, like, are you asking? Who, yeah, who are you asking that question of? Like, t- the two of you, the so-called parenting oh, experts asking, of our show. I mean, <laughs> I first you're of asking all, I'd like Dallas to object thought, to the use. I'll see. Yeah, that's weird. Um, first of all, I'd like to object to the usage of the term so-called. Uh, well, you're not answering the question. You're asking who okay. am I asking the question to, so well, I think I it's appropriate clear. in this particular moment. <laughs> From my scene, it looked like you were looking at Dallas. <laughs> I'm looking um, at everyone. How can you tell who I'm looking at? Well, okay, so 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 I'll so I'll offer something. I think the first thing that's gonna is a difference, not a similarity, is that is that young young Dakota comes into the world um, finding people who are looking for him mm. and mm-hmm. being delighted in and being adored and being held and and I mean there is actual competition for holding young Dakota. I mean the, the, this this guy. It's getting all of the, the the good brain chemicals released and everything that he needs and so and so quite the so the first thing i'll say is that is that his lived experience coming into the world and like kurt thompson said everybody's looking for someone who comes into the world looking for someone who's looking for them well young dakota found a lot of people looking for him um including um my wife who's probably going to insist that he calls her <laughs> auntie kk um <laughs> and has already um, suggested that we need to find a speaking arrange- engagement in Florida so she can go meet the baby. So I can get me a little baby fix. I need to hold a baby. <laughs> oh my goodness. My husband says no more can come to our house. So, I mean, I just have to hold everybody else's. So. To be fair to me, we have six. <laughs> we do, but none of them are babies anymore. They're all growing up. It's It happens, Dallas. I'm sorry to tell you. It, yes. it does happen. So what I'm hearing there, Kayla, is that if you get rid of one of the six 
that that <laughs> opens up an opening for an, another one to come that in. That is a Again. terrible so, I, thing to say. <laughs> I, I'd I, like I mean, to go on record I mean, objecting okay. the second time to Chris uh, uh, saying get uh, uh, rid of a child. Allow me to rephrase my, <laughs> well, you my question. Chris, you can have a redo. <laughs> so when one of them moves out of the house, does this mm-hmm. mean that there's now an opening for another one to move in? So according to the state oh. of Texas, there is. According to my husband, there is not. <laughs> because well, Tyler the state of Texas doesn't years... live in the house with you. Your husband does. So there is that. Well, Tyler has for years said, Dad, you know, as soon as I move out, Mom's going to want another baby. And he goes, then I'm moving out with you. <laughs> I'm like, no, Okay, no, no. roomies. It's not how that works. Um, so, you know. uh, oh, my gosh. Well, that's funny. Yeah, so, so I don't know the answer to that, Chris. Um, you know, Kayla and I have actually at some point had a conversation about um, as our kids get older and move out of, out of our home, um, whether we would consider opening a home up to fostering again. Um, I'm not sure that we've completely decided against that, even though if you ask me to make a decision tonight, I'm probably leaning towards no. But again, it's not a complete no for me. So yes, Kelly, you can go back and find this episode. I'm um, serious. Dallas is never going to release because he's on it. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I told Ryan, I was like, I have editing power over this one. So, um, but I, let me just, I'll just say this though. It's, you know, I said it kind of in the, the bloopers episode a little bit on <laughs> our hundredth episode. Um, I always tell people, this is not just a podcast for, you know, kids from hard places or adoptive foster parents i mean this is a podcast for people that are trying to build relationships <laughs> i mean yeah. yeah and so that's why i love just being a small part of this and so i've i've learned so much and like i said i don't have any idea to what i'm doing but i'm thankful i've been a very small part of this to give me mm-hmm. a little bit of a little bit of a heads up and i mean let me tell you i've ordered a seagull book a Qualls book, a Bryson book. I have Thompson on my be- on my bookshelf back here. I mean, I'm stacked up that. here. So I got lots of uh, reading to do and we're mm. kind of making our way through them all. But it's it's pretty awesome being a parent. There's been a lot of tears being shed of happy and nervous. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's, it's great. And I'm just, I'm excited. Like even I, you know, when it's, whether it's your first baby you're bringing home or whether it's your sixth or 12th or whatever, there's always that little Stop. bit of like nervousness to you. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I'm serious. Like I remember no, just an objection to the number 12. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember when we brought our littlest one home and I was like so nervous and I was like, why am I so nervous? But it's like this, this little human that's been given to you. And like, you have like this, this, such an important role in their life. And you're like, I don't want to mess it up. You know, like I don't want to mess anything up. And yet, you know, you're going to mess stuff up, you Mm -hmm. know, like, you Mm -hmm. know, you're going to say stupid things. You're going to do things you wish you hadn't. You know, we, we've talked over the years about how, you know, early on before we really understood, we, we did some of the like cry it out. And I even remember like people saying to us, like, why are you letting that baby cry specifically like grandparents and thinking, I know you let babies cry, you know, but it's different, mm-hmm. you know, and they were yeah. like, don't, why are you letting the baby cry? And now I'm like, I wish I could go back and pick that baby up and like, it's okay. Yeah. I'm right here. I, I'm, yeah, I'm right. here. I promise, you know. Uh, Kelly, as I recall, my father uh, may have asked me, what kind of a miserable human being are you that you can let that baby cry? I think so. I <laughs> think <quote>. so. <laughs> We were so like, we were so dialed into like, we are going to parent this kid and we're going to do what we're going to do. And this is, you know, and, and that's the, you know, I think 
what comes with, you know, as you, you learn that there are people that have gone before you that can, that can like pour into you and that can say, Hey, Mm -hmm. try this and try that. But ultimately you do figure out your own kind of path. Like what's going to work for, because every kid is so uniquely different. You know I mean? We, we were talking about it just, um, I think it was earlier today. The kids were talking about, no, it was yesterday. They were talking about car trips. And I was thinking about, you know, I remember some of our babies that were like amazing travelers in the car and just Mm -hmm. like, we could go on long road trips and they did just fine. And then we had one who you couldn't like, strap her into her car seat without her starting to scream, you know, and mm. we didn't really know why. And, and every kid is so mm. different, you know, you yeah. just, every kid, you're going to learn something new with each kid and you just get to know, and you become that expert on your kid. You know, you become like, you know what the cry means and you know what the, mm. you know, the fussy. <laughs> Looking forward means. to that day. Not figure out. I got it on my phone. I'll send oh, you, you know I'll send him a link to you. Like the baby cry predictor or something. <laughs> you, you know, so j- just like a whole bunch of thoughts are, are running through, through my head. And um, Kayla and I were, were recently asked um, to, to make a video. Um, there's a church um, that's doing a, a series like sort of like a masterclass for, for adoptive parents. And one of the modules um, that they asked us to to produce was on transracial adoption. You know, our family, three of our six kids are African American, and so um, so so they assumed we knew we knew what we might we might have some idea what we were talking about. And so we talked about some of the lessons that that we that we had learned and some things that helped us grow as a family. And then we kind of grouped them into categories and then talked about them under each of the categories. And, and I just want to share two of those categories with you, Dallas, because. Um, you check both of those boxes, and one of them was was that you need to be humble, which is the person who says, "I don't know what I'm doing, and I need help." And you need to be curious. You need to find out what you don't know. You need to be pursuing mm-hmm. learning. And so, um, you know, you uh, just want to hear you say those things. Um, I, I know I texted you, you said that's half the battle, admitting you don't know what you're doing. But in all honesty, it is because. Um, you're at a place where, where, where you can learn because you've decided that uh, in the best interest of your son, you need to learn everything that you can to be the best parent for him. And so um, I love that. And, and, and while I've got the microphone here, even though I know, you know somebody here could mute me, but um, <laughs> while I do have the microphone, I would like to just say two things to you because you say um, – I'm a small part of what you do. I can assure you, you're not a small part of what we do. Um, and 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 I we get emails like you know, like like I don't share this with you guys all the time, but we get emails like you know, four emails a week from like PR companies wanting us to put people on our show and things of that nature, which we typically don't do, obviously, um, because unless it's a direct tie into what we're what we're doing. Um, we certainly have more respect for our audience than just to just to throw people on here who we don't know what they're all about. Um, but some of the emails we get are from listeners. And I got an email last week, and it, the lady said, look, I really just want to thank you for adding kinship families to your introduction. Because mm-hmm. we're a kinship family, and so very rarely. Uh, no, this wasn't an email. It was on a call, she told me. She yeah. said, so very rarely when we may, when, when the resources are made available, do people think about kinship 
families. So it's about adoption and foster care. And he said, but I love that you guys specifically mention kinship families in your introduction because it meant something to me hmm. knowing that you guys were thinking about us when you talk about these things. And I said, hey, that was Dallas. He said, can I redo the <laughs> intro? I said, yep. He said, do you want me to run it by you? I said, nope. Uh, and then and then he recorded it. And, and literally when that episode posted, it was the first time any of us any of us heard it. So, so just so you know, there are people out there who, who appreciate the level of thought that you did there. The other thing I want to tell you is that, is that somebody told us, man, there's just a point when your podcast started sounding a lot better. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point when Dallas got involved. <laughs> because be, yeah. before that, it was, do you remember, do you remember Chris that first, the first episode when we decided it wasn't just gonna be me and you, it was going to be me, you and Kayla, but it was just you and Kay, you had Kayla on because we didn't have enough equipment right. with three mics up. <laughs> we only had two and, mics available. Yeah. Yeah. Our equipment only supported yeah, two uh, mics at the time. So yeah, a little, a little zoom recorder <laughs> with a headphone splitter yep. and two microphones at our dining room table. And we had a good laugh about that. Um, because back then I was just taking that and literally clipping the, the beginning and the end off and uploading it. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, we've come a long, a long way in doing this and we appreciate, a, uh, appreciate you. Uh, thank you. I'm glad to be a part of it. And there's a, there's a famous little tech guy meme. That's like a old Honda beat up civic or something. And someone is like showing up to the, the, you know, the garage and is like, Hey, can you turn this into a, uh, to a BMW for me, and that's what we do as as audio and video editors. You can only do so much sometimes, so only deal with what you're given. Oh, that was funny. Uh, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to deal, deal with the fact that We're you called us a beat up Honda Civic. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes the audio could sound like that. Before I was around, of course, but you know, sometimes you know, yeah, just. Just to, in the interest of complete transparency, the last time we recorded, we recorded Dallas uh, because of uh, you know an arrival of a kid or something like the day before, um, <laughs> something like that. I don't recall. Uh, did not jump on and do an audio check with us, and right. uh, he, he, he posted a message in, in Slack oh, that yeah. said, "The next time you guys do that, can you please double check Kayla's volume levels?" It was a slight hum, <laughs> and then he said, "I'll just jump on the next time you record and make sure fact. you do it right." Let me and so, <laughs> and we're like, okay, you want to be on? Sure, let's do a whole episode with you. So, welcome <laughs> to the episode, Chris. I don't know if we you. made any attempt to uh, to answer your question. <laughs> well, let me. I can wrap it up and say the uh, the one thing I've, I've taken away so much from it, everything y'all have done is is strive to be the world's leading expert on your child, mm. and so. I think that I think I even put that in one of the snippets recently um, that we've been posting because that one's just always been kind of resonating in my head and my wife mm -hmm. and I have been talking about that and just, you know, and so like you're saying, hopefully I can, we'll get to that day where it's like, oh, I think that's a hungry cry or that's a, you know, yeah. I need more sleep cry. <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to hurt your feelings or turn it into a contest, but Denon already knows. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. No, there, there's research or research on this. Um, mm -hmm. the, 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 the micro differences between the reasons that a baby cry are indetectable to, to males, but mm. are completely uh, clear to women. Mm. Wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, there's the, that app that Kayla talking about, like there's an app now that, that they analyzed, the, 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 they recorded like the cries of like 20,000 babies or something. Wow. And, and then they tracked which, what soothed the baby, whether it was changing their diaper, giving them something to eat, holding them, <laughs> getting them to sleep, whatever. And they built this algorithm and they claim that if you put the phone down, the app open, and this is when I downloaded the app like five years ago, they may have actually improved the accuracy, but five years ago, they said that they can accurately predict 78% of the time why the baby's crying if you just put the app open <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> i'm telling you you gotta try it and tell us if it actually works okay yeah hey, i've been telling people about right this now. app yeah <laughs> we found I'll, I'll, out about it phone. post baby days I, well we didn't have to we had because because this is how it goes um the baby's crying and mom knows who the baby needs whatever the baby needs dad doesn't need the app because dad goes babe why is the baby because yep. other than oh if gosh, it's a poopy diaper, hey, I'm just, I'm, Brene Brown would be proud of me. I'm very vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> oh that, of my course, goodness. is a shameless plug. Is if you do know Dr. Brown and you heard us say that, please tell her to come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll interview her. That's right. We'll so there, tell there's a Brene short Brown. list of people that would definitely make it onto the podcast. And just oh, because we don't have interviews typically does not mean that we don't have a list. Well, I'm glad I can join the, the short list of Brene Brown. So. <laughs> That's yeah, right. Dallas and Brene Brown. Brene Brown. <laughs> so anything else we want to leave Dallas with? I'll just listen yes. to the next episode and, and, and gather information. <laughs> Take notes. Okay, Dallas, what are you going to glean from this episode? <laughs> uh, what you should Maybe glean from this is that we... just interview after each episode and have oh, like yeah, throw your notes after this episode oh that's brilliant yeah, right. Kayla. <laughs> he's like nope, no 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 we don't have to happen. interview him what we can do is when he edits it at the end he can record like a two-minute summary so this is Dal <laughs> dallas's takeaways and this tack it on to the end as the outro <laughs> oh that's awesome or, or no or i have a better idea instead of taking the end of the outro he can post it in the patron group Oh, there you oh, go. There we go. That's well, premium Dallas paid content. Dallas Thoughts. A too long Dallas takeaways. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that I would add is just that, uh, you know, it, it's an, one of those obvious truisms that we all seem to be, need to be reminded of from time to time. And that's, you know, parenting never really ends, even mm. when your child is, is much older, even when they go, even when they're out of the house. Uh, we were, uh, we were fortunate enough to have some, some stars, sweet tickets uh, this past weekend to go see the, uh, the local hockey team play. And uh, Ryan and Kayla were there along with some other friends of ours. And I, I was speaking with my friend Drew who has uh uh, two two kids older than my oldest. They're both uh, out of the house and in college, and we were just you know he, he's a girl dad like like Ryan, and we were having a little a chat about uh, you know being a girl dad and how they wrap you around their, around their little <laughs> fingers and never let go and and that kind of thing. And he's like, yeah, it it still happens to this day, you know, and, and I know <laughs> it's happening, and yet I'm powerless to stop it because uh, that's the love uh, a father has for his daughter. And uh, I, I got a little taste of that myself just uh, last night when my teenager calls me um, on his way home from hockey practice and says, Dad, my tire blew and I'm on the side of the road. And so, yeah, that, you know, that's just yeah. what you do as a parent, right? Uh, it doesn't matter what I was doing at the moment. Um, it was get up and go get in the car and, and go see what help your child needs. Yep. And, and thankfully, uh, proof that he does occasionally listen to me. And 
and fo- can follow some instructions. Well, by the time I got there, he had already uh, taken the spare tire out of the back, gotten the jack out, was getting ready to position it to start jacking up the uh, the car. He has done it before, so this wasn't like the first <laughs> time that he's ever had to do it. Uh, and I, I told him, uh, I sent him a text later on because he'd already gone to bed and I wasn't going to see him in the morning before he left for school. I, I said, hey, buddy, I, I want to let you know, I'm really proud of you that you you weren't just waiting around you took charge of that situation and yeah. you know, you were handling it, you know, the way you needed to handle yeah. it and told him I, I loved him. Yeah, and, that's uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, it's that's a very those, sweet story. It's just one of those little, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know. It's so much a proud parenting moment. I, I didn't feel proud of myself in that moment. I, I felt proud of him in that yeah. moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, I, I hope you can have a moment that you could have many moments like that Dallas, yeah, as no, Dakota sure. gets older. Yeah. I, I just really appreciate Ayo's, you know, vulnerability too on the on that podcast and in the episodes. And the one thing that's resonated with me too is just hearing y'all talk about when you make mistakes and it's okay, and talking to yeah. your kids about that, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, like apologizing to your kids about, oh, I'm sorry, I did this, you know, blah, blah, like that. That was like, wow, that's something I hope that I can I can do as well. So, yeah, thanks for sharing mm-hmm. that, Chris. That's cool. You know, we. Um, we taught we taught the sixth week the sixth week of our um, of our bold class the other night and Keller runs we're on this poll at the beginning of it and says how many of you were apologized to mm. as a child and it may surprise you that the vast majority of the people in the class said no <laughs> and and I think I think that because you know um, I know you're a little younger than us Dallas um, you know that and Kayla's almost a little younger than you Chris but. <laughs> I am definitely younger, not than Dallas, okay. but than you two. No, old not guys. Dallas young, but at least from our generation. <laughs> shots yep. fired. A shots um, fired. I mean, yes. I know I got the gray going, but still. I know. Wait, seriously, geez. I got no gray over here. There is no oh my gray. God. You're blonde. You're gonna, you're gonna die in, at 95 without any gray. You're fine. <laughs> um, so, my gosh, yeah, there's so much that I want to say. But I'll try to stay focused. Um, and, and that is because we're from the generation where children were to be seen and not heard, mm. where children were to do as they were told. Yeah. Nobody wanted to hear from them. Um, and, and in all seriousness, um, the next episode we are, we are going to do is going to be a follow-up to the Managing Transitions. But the one after that that's planned is on rupture and repair mm. uh, because it is so valuable. Man, you want, you want to build that environment of felt safety and now your kids know that they matter. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. to take responsibility for your actions. Chris, as for your story about Davis, um, whenever I retell that story, I'm like, can you believe Turner? His kid calls him saying, Dad, my tire's like destroyed on the side of the highway. And his dad's like, would you need me to come hold a flashlight for you while you change it? <laughs> <laughs> there is at least one, one time that that tor- story was told with accuracy and truth. <laughs> but moving forward. <laughs> now I'm kidding. I promise I wouldn't. I wouldn't do you dirty like that, Chris. <laughs> I did hold the flashlight for him, but I also nice helped job. jack the car no. up and lower it myself because you know, you, you know the tools that the auto manufacturer gives you for such things. They're not exactly the highest quality. Not the best jack. Items. No, that jack no. makes me nervous. Yeah. Um, fortunately, you know, his particular vehicle has a nice pressure point near the wheel for it for that it slides oh, yeah, under yeah. easily. So there was at least that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, to, also to his credit, he found a good spot to get the car over to, so that it was, it was easy for us to uh, access access it without 
you know, be worried about being hit by someone on the road. Well, I mean, if we can, if we can tie, tie it back into your, your, what you just said, back into stuff we talk about a lot. I mean, really, that's, that's a great story about how when we talk about the stages of regulation, which we did in a previous episode this mm. year, we talk about the stages of regulation and reminding parents that it's not, you know, the check box, move to the next stage, check box, move to the next stage, check box, move to the next stage, but rather that, that, you, that you never um, ever fully move out of that. that because even though he is driving safely, um, you know, he has to navigate Dallas traffic uh, to, to get places and stuff like that. It's, it's not like it's on, you know, out in the road where he's not going to see another car. I mean, he, he, he's had a, he has to drive in some difficult driving places. But even in the midst of that, there is still that, 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 that idea of co-regulation. Mm. Could he change the tire by himself? Yeah, it would have taken him 30 minutes longer. But, but, but I like your story because, because you recognize that, you know, even though my son is capable, that doesn't mean I shouldn't help him. And I think that's sometimes what parents miss is they look at our kids and we say they should be able to, and sometimes forget the magical, take their age, draw a line under it, put a two under it and do the math. Yeah. Um, sometimes we forget that, and sometimes we forget that, that 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 until the day they throw dirt over your coffin, my friend, we're still in the business of helping our kids yep. and co-regulating them. And so, um, maybe we can clip that story, edit it back into the co-regulation episode. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that sounds I, but like that's a lot I, of work for Dallas. That does sound like a lot of work for Dallas. <laughs> hey, man, I'm the ideas man. So. Uh, <laughs> No, but I mean, that's just what I was thinking of when you were telling that no, story. And good. I just thought it was a, re- a really good illustration of how it's not, no, 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 you, you, you can self-regulate to the vehicle, bro. You, you make sure you let me, you know, text me if I'm not still up when you get home. So I know you made it, right? We don't do that. <laughs> or at least we shouldn't. Yeah, that's good. Well, any, any parting words for Dallas? <laughs> you're going to do great. You're going to do great. <laughs> I think so, too. That's my parting word. You're going to do <laughs> and, great. And Kayla will anybody find who's, a way. You are going to Orlando this year. You're going to Florida this year. I am? Yes, it's, 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 your daughter is turning 13, and, and she wants oh, to go to that place down true. there that's not far from <laughs> Dallas's house. Yes. So you already have a trip true. on the cards to go down there. Yeah, we just don't have a date yet. I guess we're gonna have to go sooner than later because I mean, yeah, nice try. Dakota won't be a baby for <laughs> for long. Dakota will still be a baby when our child turns thirteen. You got a whole okay, what, all what, right. what, what you got? Eleven months and one week left. You're fine. <laughs> That's right. No, back to what I was actually saying. But I. I <laughs> I think anybody who's willing to say, hey, I don't know everything. I don't have it all figured out. I want to learn. And hey, you guys have given some great resources and you've already filled your bookshelf with those books. I think <laughs> you know that's a, that's a fantastic starting place as a parent. And I, I think, you know, I think I went into parenting thinking I knew way more than I did mm. and probably didn't listen nearly as much as I should have. Um, I can't speak for Ryan, but I don't think he like thought he knew everything about kids. No, I'm um, pretty sure I knew nothing about children. <laughs> but he, he thought I knew stuff, so he listened to me, and then I wasn't really listening to other. You know, I mean, I think, I think having that that hey, this is this is amazing of, vulnerability by you here. <laughs> No, I really, I mean, honestly, we're not in the same room for people who are just listening <laughs> to this audio, but I'm really, like, I'm really proud that, that you're able to just say these things. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, which, I did. I thought, I thought I had a lot of experience with kids and I thought, you know, and I, I tell people, you know, 
when we went through even like our foster parenting classes, I was kind of like, that's not going to happen for us. I mean, that's not going to make, it won't matter in my house. That won't be, you know, I mean, I like really, that was kind of my attitude going through it. And so I, I watch families doing the same thing and I think, oh, please, please don't do that. I mean, it really, it didn't work out well for me. Like there was a lot of tears and there were a lot of, was recently I, I can't and I can't remember where I heard oh it was that it was there was a another podcast that that Ryan sent me and the the guy on the podcast said something along the lines of let me pay your stupid tax for you <laughs> I've already done that don't do it too like mm-hmm. I've already paid it you know I was like that's such that's brilliant though because it's like I've already been down that road and and I'm sure there were lots of people that tried to to tell us things and we just didn't want to listen and thought we had it all figured out. So starting from a place of, Hey, I don't know anything. Help me out. Um, I think that's a great place to, to start. Yeah. And, and I would add my words of what I have to say in closing is that, um, is that the precursor to wisdom is humility. Mm. Um, God gives grace to the humble, but he opposes the proud. Oh, how I wish I had a witness on this <laughs> podcast this evening. <laughs> no, but, but that's what I was, I was thinking, thinking of, um, is it, is it, is it God gives grace to the humble and he opposes the proud. So, so, and this isn't just in your parenting. I mean, you're, you're a humble guy. That's who you are. Um, you, you not only don't seek, seek the spotlight, but you actively avoid taking credit. <laughs> Which which is fine because we will actively not allow you to avoid getting any credit. So, <laughs> a good man, Dal. I'm glad that you're part of our part of our team. I appreciate it, and uh, it's just good to hang out and see you guys. So, miss you guys. Yeah, miss you too, man. Likewise. Yes. Well, if any of you listeners out there have your own bits of parenting advice you'd like to pass along to Dallas and Denon, <laughs> right. feel free to shoot those to us at info at onebighappyhome.com. We've also got a Facebook group for our podcast listeners. Search for the Empowered Parent Podcast community and feel free to join. We also have a slightly more exclusive podcast community on Facebook. And Kayla, how do our listeners get access to that? Yeah, they just need to sign up to be a monthly subscriber as a Patreon patron through our Patreon page. So patreon.com slash empoweredparent. And you can get access to parent coaching. We've got several families that do monthly parent coaching with us. Um, we have a monthly Q&A that we do. We have an exclusive Facebook group and sometime, and discounts on things. So there's all sorts of perks. Um, but one of those everybody gets access to is our exclusive podcast um, Facebook group. Um, which is much smaller than the other one. The other one's got a lot of people in it. So this other one's a little smaller and a little more exclusive. As always, you can subscribe to our podcast in iTunes. Well, I guess it's no longer iTunes. I keep forgetting that. It's been so long (laughs) that it was iTunes. I'm still getting used to Apple Podcasts, as well as on Google Podcasts and on Spotify. And to his credit, one of the whole reasons we're on Spotify is Mr. Dallas Stacey. And if you've enjoyed and gotten value from our show, we would appreciate a review in any of those locations. The Empowered Parent Podcast is committed to helping parents of foster and adopted kids through connecting, correcting, and empowering principles. Thanks for listening.